We'd like to welcome you back to our study on November 20th, 2011. The next study is going to be a uh, radical segue from our last study, and we're going to be talking about Hillary Clinton, Doris Duke, the Illuminati Grand Dams, the subject of this. And I thought that this was very interesting, um, what I'm actually going to be getting into now. I just put this together in the last few weeks. Uh, I got an email from a listener named Lewis, and it was entitled, Halloween Whores, Dorothy Rodham Dies During This Period. And it starts out by saying, Hi, Dr. Scott, I've just read that Hillary Clinton's mother has died. Well, she just... Now, bear with me on this study, because I'm getting to a point here. I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something that's actually uh, pretty chilling regarding the... Um, possibility of what we're we're talking about and the infiltration of Satanism in high government, high society. He had just read that Hillary Clinton's mother had died. Now I got this on November first, this email. Okay? So that's what you have to bear in mind. I got it literally um, the day after Halloween. Okay. She died last night, according to news reports. I have read. Um, it's just that the timing seems rather odd to me. Apparently, Dorothy Rodham, Hillary Clinton's mother, died just after midnight on Halloween, Tuesday, the 1st of November. Wasn't that the precise time when the veil between this world and the demonic spiritual world was at its thinnest? Yes, if you, if you go and you key in Halloween, and it, you're going to see a... Uh, It'll say, like, Halloween, the Wicker Man. It was basically, I tell you, in that study, if you go up to contendingfortruth.com and key in that study in the search box, I tell you the whole history of Halloween. I mean, it's as wicked as you could possibly be. And it's when the occultists believe, and by occultists I mean I'm lumping them all in there, Satanists, Luciferians, Pagans, New Agers, whatever, they believe that the veil between the spirit worlds are at its thinnest on Halloween. This is the very reason why they wore costumes, to literally keep these evil spirits at bay, basically to scare them back, like, yeah, like, that's going to work. Uh, that's why. That's how we got the tradition of costumes. And then I get in all the other traditions that come from that. All of them are totally beyond wicked. Uh, a lot of them have been sanitized for the modern day world we live in, but if you look at their origins, it's just horrific. So, just so happens that Hillary Clinton's mother dies right after midnight on Halloween. Now, that's what they were admitting to. And this is the time where the spiritual veil between uh, the spirit worlds is at its thinnest. It's also considered uh, Satan's birthday as well. Anyway, uh, I know the Rodham family are Luciferian, and to mention that Hillary, the high priestess of evil Clinton, was around at the time of her mother's death, death, perhaps this is purely coincidental. Now, this really rang a bell with me when I read this. Uh, really major, major, major rang a bell. And that's why I ended up doing this teaching, because this information is pretty heavy duty. We're getting in today. But then again, isn't it always? Anyway, um, so is it just coincidental that Hillary Clinton's mother dies basically at midnight on Halloween and Hillary's there? Hmm. Now, if you've never heard this type of information before, just bear with me. Trust me, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Uh, now, I actually went up and did a, a search 
for this to confirm her death. Clinton's mother, Dorothy Rodham, dies at 92. This is basically the story that ran the next day, November 1st, 2011. Dorothy Rodham is shown with granddaughter Chelsea Clinton at the campaign event for Hillary in 2008. The Clintons really, there's something else. It's like you can just see the evil emanating through them. Anyway, uh, this is from CNN. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's mother, Dorothy Howell Rodham, died early Tuesday in Washington. The Clinton family said she was 92. Hillary Clinton had canceled a scheduled trip to Britain and Turkey after her mother fell ill. No details of her mother's illness were disclosed. A statement from the Clintons and Rodham uh, died shortly after midnight of Halloween. Okay? Surrounded by her family. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I give some lovely pictures of Hillary Clinton here. I'm sure you'll love to see. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen pictures of any one individual captured on film that are so horrifically evil. But, um... I'm going to give you a little more background on this until I come back to the point that we just started out with. I don't want to, I want to lay a foundation and then come back to that point a little bit later. I'm going to give you some overview of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton here. Now, while Bill Clinton was president, over 61 deaths happened to people directly linked to the Clintons. This is the Clinton body count. There's a tape you can go watch online. I actually, uh, one point I had, it was called the Clinton Chronicles. I believe it was called the Clinton Chronicles. And it was it was just a, basically a tape that documented all the stuff, how they were flying drugs in when he was the government in Mena, Arkansas, to that airport there. All the deaths and body, I mean, just the body count's unbelievable. It was at least 61 people happened to die that, had, that would have had intimate knowledge of the Clinton's affairs and dealings and things of this nature. Um... This goes on to say, we have included the Clinton body count at the end of this article. I'll get, in, I'll get into that a little bit. I'll go into that a little bit on this. Um, not only have over 60 people associated with them died under mysterious circumstances, but 12 bodyguards assigned to protect the Clintons have died as well. Wow, it's just a big coincidence. You get around the Clintons, you just have a really low life expectancy for some reason. I don't know. Hillary Clinton is considered a grand dam. In occult circles. Now, this is a Luciferian Illuminati ranking. Okay, like they've got Colonel and General and stuff like that in the armed forces. Well, a Grand Dam is a is a ranking in occult circles that a female would be able to have. Okay, if she was of the right bloodline and things of this nature. She is considered a Grand Dam in occult circles. And as far as occult power goes, she outranks Bill Clinton. Now, I've known this for years. She's also known... As, as a known lesbian who has taken male hormones, which she thinks will put her on an even keel with her male competition. <laughs> if that doesn't endear you to her, I don't know what will. I mean, come on, why can't we all lighten up a little? Okay, so pictured here with her most recent lover, Mossad agent Huma Aldin, and it shows this woman that she's with, and I guess it's her lesbian lover. I've read that on many occasions that she's a lesbian. Um, it's just a foregone conclusion and from people in the know. Uh, Hillary is known by people close to her as an extremely angle and angry and volatile person with a very hot temper. She once hit Bill Clinton in the head with an ashtray while on board Air Force One, and Bill required stitches. Hillary is uh, now again. There's a book that was written by one of their, I think, bodyguards, Aldrich, I think, and it's called Unlimited Access, something like that. 
And he gets into all this stuff that he observed in his time with them. Uh, and that's a secular book, and just getting into a lot of this as well. I don't think the more the occult stuff, but some of the other stuff, like her extreme rage and anger episodes. Uh, Hillary is also an avid follower of astrology. Now, again, there's pictures to all this stuff that I'm going over here in this PDF. You'll see it's 11 pages, but I'm probably going to be able to get through this pretty quick because there's so many pictures. Hillary is an avid follower of astrology and plans her agenda around it. Uh, that's well known. She is regularly she is seen regularly with the occultic phoenix bird pin on her lapel. Uh, phoenix birds, whenever you see that, it's it's not a good thing. It's essentially a very high occult symbol. It's also a it's symbolic of um, the Antichrist coming to power. It's symbolic of um, you know the the new world order rising out of the ashes of the old world order. You know, the phoenix, you know, basically consumed its ashes, out of its ashes rise the new phoenix bird. So it's, it's a very occultic thing, very wicked evil. And she wears this occult pin, and there's a picture here of her with this occult pin and a close-up of the pin in the PDF you can see. Now, if you're listening to me, it would be good if you actually had the PDF in front of you following along. That way you could actually get the visual as well as the audio, uh, if you have that um, option. So... She um, she is seen regularly with the occultic phoenix bird on. She had many other occultic rituals with various shamans to invoke and to guide her in her political career. And now it shows here there's a shaman behind her, and he is um, uh, doing some type of blessing, which I would call more of a cursing on her, some Indian shaman. And she's got her head bowed and her hands folded, and he's doing this ritual over her. Uh, and I mean, this is... These are things that are well-known, well-documented, not anything she's ever tried to hide. Another picture. Here is one of Hillary, Hillary Clinton's rallies. I think this is from last time she ran for, uh, when she was trying to run for president with Obama. Uh, this is one of from her own rallies, from her own website, where she has inverted stars on the U.S. flag to resemble the satanic Aleister Crowley-inspired goat head of Mendes. I don't think Aleister Crowley was the first one that thought of the inverted pentagram. I'm sorry. But, you know, yes, he used it quite a bit. It's called Baphomet, the goat of Mendes, the inverted pentagram. Uh, whereas White Wishes, if you see them, they'll either be wearing a, a five-pointed star with the top point up, like which is on our flags, the top point up. Stars are not a good symbol, okay, flat out. They're not, they're, I mean, a pentagram, a five-point star is, is, a, is a wicked symbol. Whether it's in a circle or whether it's not in a circle, they're not good. They're not a good symbol. And I know it's hard because, I mean, stuff has stars on it all the time. Stuff you buy, it's really tough. Uh, the ones with, the, with the, the top point pointing down is called an inverted pentagram, and that's considered more the black witchcraft. This witch, Hillary, actually had a flag made, and it was on her website, and you can look at the flag here on the thing, where she had the stars on the flag, and they're pointing down. That would take a lot of effort to have a flag done where you were literally, um, you know, the stars were literally pointing down, like an inverted um an inverted pentagram. It looks really weird, the flag, but it's right there. It was right on our website. You see all of our followers there in this this flag of America with inverted pentagram or pentacles. When, when they're not in a circle, they're called pentacles. When they're in a circle, they're called pentagrams.
just so you know. Um, so, you're, I'm looking right at this picture. I've seen it many times. These stars and the flag are upside down. Uh, two points up, one point down. So you can look at that. Here is a, there's a symbol that a Satanist would wear. is the satanic goat's head. The um, goat of Mendez or Baphomet, which is what followers of the occult and Aleister Crowley wear to symbolize their allegiance to Lucifer. And then there's a symbol of that. Um, there's a close-up of the flag. Oh no, here's, here's an actual, a, we give you a picture of a flag the way the stars should look which they're, all the points are up, and all hers are down. It's really weird. But, I mean, somebody going there that doesn't have any kind of comprehension of this, they're go- this is going to go, they're not even going to, it's not even going to register on their radar screen, other than if they do notice it, they'd say, oh, that's odd. You know, that's about it. So now let's look at one of the most disgusting Satanists that ever lived, Anton LaVey. And there's a picture of Anton LaVey. He's the guy that wrote the Satanic Bible. He started the Church of Satan in San Francisco on May 1st, 1966, Beltane, High Satanic Holiday, imagine that. And um, probably what the song Hotel California is written about, uh, by the Eagles. And here's a picture of Anton LaVey, and this is the picture on the back of the Satanic Bible. And it's got a goat of Mendez Baphomet literally behind his head. And the way it's pictured, where it's got the two points up, which are the ears of the goat, it's right behind his head directly, so it looks like he's got horns on his head. It's a nice touch. I mean, it's a little much for me, but hey... Who am I? Who am I to judge the guy? Come on. Anyway, and then he's doing a cornudo sign with his with his uh, left hand, um, which basically, also, that doesn't surprise me, because occultists pursue what they call, the ones that are into dark black magic, pursue the left hand path. That's the dark black stuff. The right hand, white witchcraft is all good. It's fairy tales and pixie sticks and buttercups. It's all good. Okay? Because that's what Harry Potter's all about. Good witchcraft versus bad witchcraft. Oh, give me a break. It's all wicked evil straight from the pit of hell. So, anyway. Um, then it goes on to show another picture of Hillary's Illuminati staged boyfriend, Slick Willie, otherwise, otherwise known as Bill Clinton, has no trouble with the goat of Mendez salute. I've done a whole teaching on the Cornudo sign. And just go up there and key in Cornuto, C-O-R-N-U-T-O. And I don't mean Menudo, which is that that really cheesy Mexican uh, boy rock band from the 80s. Remember them? Oh, they were scary. Anyway, but um, yeah, it's not that. It's a uh, the Cornuto, Cornuto sign, or the uh, Hail Satan sign or the Hook'em Horns sign, if you go to the University of Texas, or supposedly the I Love You sign from Helen Keller, who was a high-level occultist that gave us the sign language, and she was a high-level occultist, so please understand that the I Love You symbol is not what you think it is. Uh, Anyway, I did a whole study on that. You can key in at contendingfortruth.com if you go to the search bar. So let's go further. So, now there's some more lovely pictures of Hillary, And it says, you might think Hillary was just caught at a bad moment in the below photos. In my opinion, no normal person has expressions like this anywhere, anytime, anyplace. I believe these are demonically influenced facial contortions. And why not? We have seen photos of an Indian shaman invoking her to be led by spirit entities. I mean, these pictures are, they're they're almost hilarious looking. I mean, they're just, it looks like she's in some clown act. Uh, (laughs) 
I, you just have to see them for yourself to understand them. Now, going further. This is from Fritz Springmeier's Bloodlines of the Illuminati. Now, this, I'm getting back to my original point about Hillary Clinton's moms dying literally on All Hallows' Eve or, or the, the actual, at midnight of Halloween here, okay? Uh, this is from his book, Bloodlines of the Illuminati, an excerpt, or partial excerpt, and it says, Doris Duke of the Illuminati family was an heiress at the age of 12 years old to the large tobacco fortune of the Duke family. Okay, this is Doris Duke of the Duke family. She was an only child of the American Tobacco Company founder, James Buchanan Duke. Doris Duke herself was a member of the Illuminati. Doris Duke had five houses which served as sites for Illuminati rituals, including human sacrifice. One in Beverly Hills, California, where she died. One in Hawaii, where she collected entire temples from occult sites around the world. Now, I went up and I did some research on Doris Duke, and I, I found a lot of pictures where literally, like, she had brought in stuff from, like, Islam. Like, whole, I mean, the whole motif of, of wings of her houses were just totally decked out in all of this pagan, evil, cultic garbage. Talk about a phenomenal, colossal waste of money. But that's how they roll, I guess. So, uh, then going further, she had one in New Jersey and she had other houses elsewhere. All of these five houses were staffed with servants. The bulk of Doris Duke's $1.2 billion, not million, billion dollar estate went into the foundations after she was ritually killed in Beverly Hills. Um... She was originally killed in Beverly Hills by the Illuminati on All Hallows' Eve Halloween ritual in 1993 where they cannibalized her body. Now, I know that was a lighthearted little statement I just said. And Fritz says it very matter-of-factly. But when I got this email the other day about Hillary Clinton's mom dying on the same exact time that... Hillary Clinton's mom died at the very same time that Doris Duke died, because that always stuck in my head, that they, that they ritually killed her and cannibalized her. And the fact that it's well known that Hillary Clinton is what they consider a grand dam, D-A-M-E, not the, not the cuss word, but D-A-M-E, okay? She is, that's her ranking in the Illuminati. And Doris Duke is also considered a grand dam, it just kind of rung a few bells with me. I don't know, call me crazy. She was ritually killed, Doris Duke, by the Illuminati on All Hallows' Eve Halloween ritual. In 1993. And they cannibalized her body afterward. That's, you know, nice friendly little thing to go to, you know. We kill her and cannibalize her, you know. These are the type of people that run the planet. I mean, that's what you have to understand and get the reality in your head. These are the most depraved, sick, pedophilic. All this stuff coming out with, with uh, Penn State right now, you know, all we're seeing is a little glimpse into what, in, into the people that literally run the world. He's just one of the guys that happened to get caught. And, and I, I pray it was by God's divine intervention. I think that's something we should all pray for. That these pedophiles... And these um, 
people associated with this, that they all be exposed and caught and, and light be shown on them and that there's no... I mean, because if they're not caught, they're just going to continue to rape, kill, and molest little children. That's the bottom line. And it's going on all over the world every day. And the people at the top of the food chain, like Doris Duke and her ilk, and I've reported on this <laughs> in that gigantic teaching I did on... Um, pedophilia, and I relate a lot of this to Disney as well. You can just key that in the search box. It's, it's horrific teaching. But it shows you that the people at the very top of essentially the food chain on planet Earth are the most depraved, sick, wicked individuals on the planet. And they're the ones, that, through Satan, they're the ones calling the shots. As far Now I understand the Lord Jesus Christ is in control, but as evil men and seducers continue to wax, meaning grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, we're going to see more and more wicked manifest, literally. And then you have all the occultists around the world, which is what we talked about a few weeks ago, where they're literally opening up vortexes and wormholes and what they call stargates to let more wicked spirits into this plane of existence. It's a real bad combination. Let's go further. To cover this ritual death of Doris Duke, the news media made a lot of fanfare about the butler. Remember the butler did it? Anyway, um, and her personal physician may have killed Doris. The body was said to have been burned. The Illuminati method for killing a grand dam and passing... Now, that... Um, Hillary Clinton's a grand dam. Doris Duke's a grand dam. Chances are Hillary Clinton's mother was a grand dam. Okay? Just so happens they're all grand dams and they're all being killed on All Hallows' Eve. They're all being killed at midnight on Halloween. I mean, is there, come on, I mean, the, the, the coincidence, it's just too much of a coincidence. The Illuminati method for killing a grand dam and passing her spiritual power on is done with reverence. Oh, good, I'm glad they're going to be reverent about it, at least. At death, the last breath of the grand dam being sacrificed is inhaled by the replacement to transfer the power. Man, if that ain't sick, I don't know what is. They inhale their last breath when they're right before they're they're killed. Think about that one. Now, this rang a bell. I've seen some clips, and for some reason I could not relocate the clips of some of these Harry Potter things where they have these things called Death Eaters. And I'm pretty sure that they do the same thing. They literally inhale the last breath of the person or something like that where they literally suck the soul of the person out of them. Now, I'm not saying they, they literally possess the soul because I believe the soul goes to hell in that particular case. But it reminded me of that. I couldn't locate those verse, those those video clips on... Uh, I, there's a lot on Death Eaters up on YouTube, on Harry Potter clips. What a bunch of garbage that show is. It's all about good witchcraft and bad witchcraft. And the good versus the... And the good through Harry Potter and Voldemort and all this stuff. It'll always overcome the bad in the end. And they'll all live happily ever after. Serving Satan, you know, it's just a wonderful, heartwarming story. It really is. Warms the cockles of my heart. I don't know about you. I mean, it, it really is. It's, it's totally sickening. Uh, but I was trying to find it. I couldn't find the exact clips. But anyway, going further, 
There may be as many as 2,197 grand dams at such a coronation. I mean, what a great coronation. They sacrifice the person. We're going to learn that um, they serve their head on a silver platter at the banquet. They Right before they kill him and evidently cut off their head, I don't know what they do first, they... The person who's going to uh, be passing on or, or, or uh, getting the power of the, the sacrificial victim takes their, literally inhales their last breath out of their body. I mean, a real hallmark moment here, you know. Um, the granddam mothers whose systems are mistresses for Satan and hierarchical leaders and the next rank, the granddam. So there's granddam mothers and then the, the next rank down, I guess, are granddams are often veiled in ritual and would wear robes with different colored lining. Much like military wear different uniforms with different rankings and stuff like that. Um, the different colors of the, of the lining show different rankings. A typical grandmother's vestment, which is above a granddam, uh, a typical grandmother's vestment or robe is a black satin or velvet dress with a draped neckline. Lovely ensemble. And ritual symbols down the center of the robe. After someone like Dor- Doris Duke willingly gives her life, her head is severed and served on a silver platter at the banquet. Doris, I mean, you, you, you don't look the same. You look a little peaked tonight as your head's on the platter. I mean, what do you, how do you react to that? You know, you're just buddying up to her like at the start of the party. Now her head's on a silver platter in front of you. I mean, you've got to be literally demon-possessed to the toenails to be able to even cope with something like that. Can you imagine? Whew. One thing that always struck me about Doris Duke was that of all women I have ever seen on the planet, to me she looked the most evil. Maria Shriver's right up there, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. That woman's so evil, look, I can hardly stand look at her. Doris Duke's worse. I gave you some wonderful um, candid pictures of Doris Duke from the internet, and you can see for yourself, the woman just looks so evil and just dead inside. Um, I've got one here, and I'm I'm showing Taylor. These are pictures of her at various stages of her life. Um, She's just, I can't even hardly stand to look at her. I mean, I don't mean to be judgmental, but I mean, she really just emanates evil. Um, uh, this one where she's dancing with this guy, it's like an old timey picture. She was, uh, she's just so scary. <laughs> she is, she's like the stuff of horror movies. I'm sorry, but, and these are like the ultra, ultra, ultra elite. Now, Doris Duke also has ties to Duke University. In fact, her grandfather founded it. Now that's in the great state of North Carolina where I currently happen to reside. Duke University is located in Durham. Now, you know, they're so nutty crazy about basketball up here. It's unbelievable. And Duke and, you know, they got the the, uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels. They're really good basketball programs. But Duke is the good old Blue Devils. And I give you their symbol here, and it's literally like Satan with two horns. Really a good symbol for any school or organization you know, it's it's good. I mean, every like all so many of the teams up here in high school, they're like the Red Devils or the Blue Devils or the Purple Devils or whatever. And I'm like, don't you see a problem with this? The town I live in, 
you know, they're the red devils. I'm like, don't the Christians have a problem with this? No, no, no. They'll go around. They've got their, their little devil symbol on their hats and, and sis, boom, ba, rah, 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 go team. You know, that's blue devils. It's okay. People are obsessed. Really mega obsessed up here with basketball. And, um, you know, so many of them would call themselves Christians and they're going around with all, and I'm not saying that, that, you know, that, that makes them, you know, unsaved or something. I'm just saying it's a really bad thing to wear, be wearing devils on your clothing and, in supporting teams with that symbol. And knowing that Doris Duke's grandfather founded that college. Here's the Duke University Blue Devils basketball team logo. You can see it for yourself. Now, here's another excerpt from one of the things Fritz Springmeyer wrote about them in one of his newsletters. The Dukes and the Reynolds, these are two families in the uh, Illuminati hierarchy, the higher higher families. The Dukes and the Reynolds use tax-free foundations as a vehicle to escape taxes and hide their wealth while maintaining their financial power. Other Illuminati families also use the foundations as a scheme to remain powerful and to resist paying taxes. The controlled press builds them up as charitable when most of the grants by these foundations are totally self-serving and only benefit the elite. Some of these foundations are the Z. Smith Reynolds Foundation, established in 1936, the Kate B. Reynolds Foundation, the Richard S. Reynolds Foundation, and the Mary Reynolds Babcock Foundation, and the Duke Endowment Foundation, which is at Rockefeller Plaza. Imagine that, Rockefeller, another uh, high-level Illuminati family. Edwin C. Whitehead, chairman of Technicon, Technicon Corp., serves a similar example of a man working for both Duke and Rockefeller interests. Whitehead is a trustee of both Duke University and Rockefeller University. He also has been in charge of several New World Order organizations promoting a one world. For instance, he was governor of the United Nations Association. This article will now show you, the reader, some of the grants that these foundations make. I ask you, do you see any possibility for any mischief behind these grants? What I noticed about the Reynolds grants is that they control all the crisis centers in North Carolina via their money. This means any survivor of satanic ritual abuse calling on a hotline is going to get tapped into the Illuminati net for catching escapees. That's a whole other subject. Satanically ritually abused victims, which are legion, probably into the millions worldwide. I mean, these sick devils have to have to um, experiment and torture somebody, right? Well, there's whole legions of people that are called satanic ritual abuse victims and survivors, and they've been put through all kind of trauma-based mind control. And they have hotlines, uh, crisis hotlines, and what they do is the Illuminati makes sure they, owns the, they own the hotlines so that anybody that, that calls into the hotline gets tapped right back into the Illuminati system. They're, they're that well thought out and established. They're that evil. I also noticed that all the colleges and universities got money and a variety of different denominations, including the Baptists, the Methodists, the non-denominationalists, the Presbyterians, and the Ecumenicalists get, got the money. 
Prince has a whole book on this. Uh, I believe it's called Wise as Serpents. It, it beyond out of print. If you could find a copy, it would probably go for like ten grand. I've seen some of his books into the thousands because the Illuminati sought to destroy them all. The only one that's ever been printed widespread is Bloodlines of the Illuminati. That was one they couldn't get to. But his earlier books... Now, there are PDF links you can find online to all of his older books. Be Wise as Serpent is the one that actually documents how virtually all the denominations um, worldwide, including Christian, have been totally infiltrated by the Illuminati. And I mean them all. All of them. Um, the independent fundamental Baptists would be harder to do that because they're not, they don't have a governing body. Um, but not to say they haven't been infiltrated as well. I, I came out of that and I know there was a lot of garbage that went on there that was not of God. So at least in what I saw. So anyway, um, he goes on to say, what surprised me was, was that the number of government agencies that get money from the Reynolds foundations, especially those dealing with children, like social services, and even police departments get money from the Reynolds Foundation. See, they got their slimy tentacles into everything. So, I just wanted to go over that, that information. I thought that that was rather interesting. Now, I'm not going to get into this, but if you want to know the Clinton body count, we give you the body count with names and what, what they did and what happened to them. All these mysterious deaths that just so happened to take place from all these people that were close to Hillary and Bill Clinton. Uh, we're just talking pure evil, and we're just documenting what we're talking about. We're backing up what we're saying here. So that's all I have for today. Uh, it's kind of a shorter study, uh, but um, uh, that's all we've got to go over uh, today. Taylor's looking at me like in total, utter disbelief, horn shock. Why, did you want me to go over more? I, I don't have any more to go over today. Sorry. Anyway, um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. And um, I thank you that you've been able to uh, let us come together again, Lord God, to examine your word, um, to let us look and examine and reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them. I do pray, God, that these, these evil, wicked people in high places in the Illuminati, Lord, in, in high places in government and... Um, Wherever they may be, in the pedophiles, I pray to God, Lord, that they all be exposed, that, that you expose them, Lord God, that they are not able to work wickedness, that they are, as the Bible says, driven to darkness, Lord, that they do not prosper in their wickedness, that they are not able to perform these human sacrifices, to, to defile the little ones, to, to sacrifice babies and little children. And, and the, I just pray to God that all their witchcraft, protection, and all their monitoring, whatever, in whatever manner they derive protection, that it all be stripped from them bare in the name of Jesus Christ. That you start with the top Illuminati family, the, the Rothschilds, and you go right down, Lord. And that you ex- continue to expose these pedophiles like you've um, started to do now. It seems like in the sports uh, community, Penn State, and this Jerry Sandusky, and, and, and people like this, and they have the audacity after they've had all these multiple accusers, and they've been caught dead to rights, and they still lie, and lie, and say, oh, I'm innocent. I pray to God they would not be able, I pray to God they wouldn't be able, even permitted to lie about it in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I pray to God to be exposed and those, those children be protected, Lord God. And that you save those little ones, Lord God, at the earliest possible ages. And, and that you use them mightily for your glory. And you use the body of Christ in this ministry. And wherever your word or your truth is being preached worldwide, that you would bless it. That you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us. That the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.